3: Well, so my recommendation is that anyone attempting to leave them out should be shot on sight.
4: Hello, good evening, and welcome to my corrected number, unlike the tweet, Gatecast episode 116, not 115. Sorry about that.
0: Good evening, everybody.
4: Oh, by the way, if you hear an odd whistling noise, it's the text alert on my new phone.
0: Yeah, and I'll shut down TweetDeck or something that. Little beeping is going to drive me nuts if I leave it on.
4: Does your TweetDeck offer uh, multiple accounts, or do you just sign in to yourself?
0: Multiple accounts.
4: TweetDeck on the phone on the offers 1.
0: Been six months, and I'm finally playing Angry Birds on the PC. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, hang on. The only reason I'm maintaining the other phone at all is I got up to near the end of the fourth level on Angry Birds. I'd finished the first three, and I didn't want to start again from scratch on the new phone. <laughs> I was just going to see if there's a way of transferring my Angry Birds save data
0: between phones. There must be, surely. Someone, somewhere, must have been able to figure out how to do it. You would hope, though, that they both could access the same sort of cloud server for storing that sort of stuff. Well,
4: no, Angry Boards is strictly local.
0: Ah, well, there you go, then.
4: I have data. I've had Vodafone turn data off on the old phone. Because if I do any data with it, they'll charge me.
0: OK, we haven't been recording long, but we've got our first tweet from Spatterson. Saying I got the number wrong. <laughs> <laughs> have a good recording session, and Stockwell skis me out since playing Cavill. What the hell is skeeves? Creeps. Skeeves young nephews and nieces who speak this language, do you? Hang
4: on, I, I've met... No, I haven't met Spiderson, but she's not that young. She's not like a
0: teenager. Oh, I going to say, I'm glad you qualified that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm not going to the meetup. <laughs> ah, she's a proud owner of a Stargate beanie hat. Ah, yes.
4: I need a new headset, or I need a new black fluffy bit. Or BFB, as I used to call them. So, Netflix. I don't know if you noticed that picture I shared, I think, over the weekend... You're probably not on Facebook that much. There's Brent Spiner, Jonathan Freaks, and Patrick Stewart in their Star Trek uniforms. And Brent Spiner's chest is open and there's no an fashion analog telephone in it.
0: Oh, yeah, that's been doing the rounds.
4: George Takei shared it originally. I thought it was quite amusing. Nice link of Android and data taking a show from the 90s and making it relevant to today's tech.
0: What well, is now? Blu-ray. Ooh, TNG and Blu-ray. Does it make the show any better? Of course not. It's still bloody useless.
4: I was excited to watch Encounter at Firepoint when it came on because I was like, yay, new Star Trek. And I think I was about 19 when I'm fairly certain that Sky
0: actually showed it. BBC showing it two seasons first over here. At 6pm on a weekday evening. We had one television in the arse, no video recorder. <laughs> There's a couple of
4: shows on there I haven't seen that I've been meaning to watch. Which are? Skins and
0: Shameless. Uh, not interested in either of them.
4: They have Dexter, but only up to season three. They're Breaking Bad, but only the first two seasons. Faff about with it for a few weeks and then cancel it if I don't think I'm getting anything of it. Yeah, that's what the trials for. But for the sake of seven euro?
0: Well, I think it's all going to blow up in the face.
4: The whole point with Netflix is, unless they're directly competing with the likes of, what is it, Blockbuster?
0: Love Film the major online.
4: Yeah, but I imagine Love Film gets stuff at a rate around the same sort of time delay that Sky box office does, or
0: even faster. My point is that BT, Virgin and Sky all have their own streaming services. Mm -hmm. So that cuts out half the market already. And then you've got Love Film buying up exclusive rights, Netflix buying up exclusive rights. So it wouldn't surprise me one bit if you get a movie you want to watch that's on the service that you don't take. And that isn't the way to run it. Yeah, no offence intended to the Republic or even Northern Ireland, but the money's going to be made in England.
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, the reason, one of the reasons the BBC can make such fantastic programmes is you've got approximately 20 million licence payers, maybe more.
0: Amazing what you can do with £4 billion a year just yeah. for turning up. You should be making decent television.
4: <laughs> and they do. I mean, they make shit television. But... And the other thing is, they get credit. The likes of uh, David Attenborough, I admit, although he goes off and produces it himself, if BBC weren't there to buy it off, him, I don't think it'd get made. I doubt he's going to go off and commit several hundred thousand worth of programming if BBC aren't going to pay him X amount for it. If he doesn't market to sell it to, he's not going to make it. The closest equivalent we have here is called ScreenClick. And you pay, I think it was three, four or five a month. And you get one, two or three DVDs at once.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, they send it to you, you free post it back.
0: Well, that's it. And that's the only thing about Netflix. You know, I've got more Content to watch now, then I've got time in the day. So, they're not going to be able to offer me anything I don't already have access to, either legally, eventually through what I pay for television, or stuff that you know I probably wouldn't pay for anyway. I don't know what their break-even figure will be—a couple of million, maybe two or three million subscribers.
4: What did they do in the states that screwed the pooch? Because I heard a Galactic Water
0: discussion of it, but I didn't catch the start. Well, the first thing that happened was that the prices went through the roof, and that wasn't their fault, simply because as they got more popular, the contracts they signed while they were a little company needed to be renewed, and the content owners said, hang on a minute, we're giving you our top shows for, I don't know, $10 million a year, and you're making $50 million a year, so you will be giving us $50 million a year, so prices pretty much doubled. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they said when they lost a million subscribers overnight and a million others went to lower packages, so they decided to split off the DVD and the streaming side. That means some people would have two bills for the same service, and that was an incredibly bad PR manoeuvre as well. At the end of the day, the people that own the content run the show. Netflix had the market to themselves for a long while, and they were able to say, you know, look, sell it to us because nobody else is buying it, are they? It's like Premier League football, you know, the first contract, yeah. £50 million, pound. crikey. Current contract, a billion.
4: <laughs> really?
0: Yeah, the current deal, three-year contract is a billion pound.
4: I had what is possibly the shortest marketing conversation in Sky's history.
0: <laughs> Go on then.
4: They rang me. And they're actually trying to ring me during the day. <laughs> I think after they rang me three times, they finally rang me after seven o'clock. And I said, hello? They said, we're calling from Sky, into blah, blah, Yes, yes, yes. Does anyone in the house watch sport? I'm here on my own, and I don't watch sport. Oh, right. How about (laughs) movies? I said, I have roughly 500 disc DVD collection that I don't have time to watch. he goes, oh, okay. And I said, short conversation, wasn't it? And he said, yes. I said, bye.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It beats you just swearing at him or just putting the phone down. At least you were civil.
4: I've worked on phone banks, and I'm primary help desk contact, and a lot of our calls come in. the phone rather than tickets so i'm used to dealing with people having been on the sharp end of it i tend to be nice yeah and based on the quality of the voice recognition on my phone we may well soon have sales robots (laughs) i think it's more the fact that it's android 2.3 but i can talk my text messages
0: oh yeah you've got a new phone have not you
4: yes and it's shiny (laughs) and it's black and it's plastic
5: My name is Lou Sitzma. I'm the one responsible. I introduced Karen to Farscape. She got sucked into the series big time. Now we're doing this podcast together. I've created a monster. Reviewing all 88 episodes and the 4-hour miniseries. That's a lot of podcasts. At the end, will it be enough for her? It has to be. But the thing that scares me most? My biggest fear. Is by the time we get to the end... Hope we can make it. Will the two of us still be on talking terms? It could get ugly. Good thing the journey is sure to be a blast. Lots of great skater conversations. Captured in these chronicles, so you can know the wondrous things that we've heard.
6: Put on your leather pants and reload your pulse pistol.
5: I'm on another planet. What the frill? I hate this stuff. Chicks love it. Can I get a
7: hell yeah? It's my duty, my breeding since birth. It's what I am.
5: You can be more. EscapeCast, your guide to the wonders of Farscape. Listen to the Scapecast Chronicles at scapecast.org.
4: Anyhow, line is ready. And at the request of. Was it Nye's request that I continue the countdowns, in Irish?
0: Off the top of my head, I can't remember. Okay, well. It was a lady. I think our listenership is mostly ladies. <laughs> it's your brogue.
4: And ladies, I am single. <laughs> on that note, Ivra 3, Ivra Doe, Ivra Hane, clicky. <laughs> fade to black, fade in, on, off activation.
0: Yes.
8: We're receiving a transmission, sir. Audio only.
4: Let's hear
0: Nice zoom in to Walter.
4: And, yeah, it's quite darkly
0: there, not it? If that's not a contradiction in terms <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a common feature throughout this episode. Repeat,
7: this is Commander Hale,
6: chairman of the Defence Council, calling Stargate Command. Please
4: respond. Normally the area is brighter lit. Yeah.
2: At approximately 0700 this morning, we received a transmission from P2S-4C3.
3: The man identified himself as Commander Hale, chairman of the Clonin Defence Council.
0: Sam doesn't look healthy. I wonder if Amanda had a cold this week. Looks a bit flush, all right?
3: Well,
2: according to the commander, the Clonin government wants to re-establish trade relations with Earth.
3: I hope you diplomatically told him where to shove it. It's not that simple, Colonel.
0: Everything's simple with Jack. Shove it.
9: I don't think it's fair to judge the entire population by the actions of a
1: few scientists. The colonians are technologically inferior to Earth. They have little to offer.
2: Except Nequadria.
0: Hang on, why isn't Jonas holding some liquid or food? Because this is episode 7, and the edict from above has come down.
2: Nequadria is still our best bet for creating shields and weapons capable of repelling the gold. We
4: need this.
0: Sam, the realist, pointing out that they need the quadria, so let's play nice. Mm. And you can see the director, Peter DeLuise, in the background.
4: I presume he's the guy sitting down rather than the soldier standing.
0: Yes, that's him sitting down.
4: (laughs) I never understood why they call that position at ease. I've had to do it a number of times, and it's not comfortable. (laughs) St. John's Ambulance Brigade. Ah, okay.
0: 1985 through 1987. So they've been contacted by Jonas's old people. Short teaser, that was, wasn't it? Right then, Shadow Play, episode 116. First broadcast, July 26, 2002. Went into syndication November the third 2003. I had a look to see when Sky One broadcast it first, but I couldn't find the information. So much for Wiki. <laughs> the episode shares its name with Twilight Zone, Seven Days, Equalizer, Hotel, Mannix. So, strangely enough, it's a common name. I, I would not have put money on that.
4: Well, Seven Days, the thing where your man could jump. Time travel one. I must say if my Netflix has that, it's old enough.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Written by Joseph Malozzi and Paul Mully. Directed by Peter Deloise. Ooh, the hard-working Peter. Yeah, and he shares a commentary track with Peter West, the DP. Green. Lizard. Pineapple. Our main guest star popping up there. Straight away, no messing about that. Now, yeah. we can see Jonas's room is very different to what Daniel put his ornaments up.
4: You know, Jonas is more sort of
0: nature and an iguana. Not only that, but he's he's got spaceship rockets... All sorts of books.
4: Oh, the shuttle. I wonder which shuttle that's supposed to be.
0: I don't think it's really that relevant.
1: I too was forced to betray all of that in which I had placed my faith. I
9: don't know if I can do it, Teok.
1: I mean, they think that I'm a,
4: a
9: traitor.
0: Maybe.
4: Teok dispensing wisdom.
0: Yes, it's all one-on-one bonding here. Both came into the uh, SGC through similar means. Some would say treachery.
1: Mm. va to my friends and family that I had left behind. In their eyes, I was dead.
0: I have been Harvey to go
1: back. What I did, I did for my people. In time, they
0: came to understand this. Again, you see this scene moodily lit. Mm. I don't think there's any coincidence that the episode title is Shadowplay.
1: Then you must draw strength in knowing that your cause is just. And one day your people will benefit from the sacrifices that you have made.
0: Oh, they look a happy bunch, don't they? do not
3: they? <laughs> Welcome to Earth. I'm General Halland.
4: Dean's looking a bit shiny-faced there.
3: I'm Commander Hale. This is Ambassador Draylock, and Dr. Kieran. This is Colonel O'Neill, Major Carter, Teal'c, and of course you know Jonas Quinn. It's good to see you, Professor. General, uh, I believe we have a lot to discuss.
0: Oh, he dissed him. <laughs> right this way. Jones is going to break down his tears now.
3: <laughs> I thought he was my
0: friend.
9: Friend of yours? <laughs> he was uh, one of my teachers at
0: university, and then he recruited me into the Quadri project.
4: A little eyebrow raise there
0: from Jack. Observing Jack. <laughs> yes. But then again, you can understand it, can't you? <laughs> the whole world considers Jonas a traitor. You do go running off with a top-secret weapon.
3: <laughs> Please, sit down. I must admit, we were a little surprised to hear from you, given the circumstances of our last encounter.
2: I'm sure we all regret what happened.
4: Dean's definitely looking peaky, I'd say. Are they liver spots? Very relevant to the episode on commenting on what the actors look like, but you started with Amanda.
0: I think everybody looks a little bit flushed. Quick rundown, Draylock, played by Gillian Barber, a British actress. has been in the 4400 and Reaper, the movie 2012. Hale, he's the military man, Doug Abrams. Any relation? No, I don't believe so. He's been in Tin Man, Supernatural, does a lot of voice work. And of course, everybody knows Dean Stockwell, who's playing Kieran. Mm-hmm. You can pretty much take your pick what he's been in.
4: I think most genre fans would know him from both Quantum Leap and BSG.
0: Yeah, and if you go back far enough, he had a long and illustrious movie career, starting when he was a young boy back in 1945.
4: Wasn't he in the original Little Rascals?
0: I don't think it was that far back. (laughs) I would have to check that.
4: Leave it as an exercise for our listeners.
8: (laughs) Answers on a self-addressed email. In the field of jet propulsion alone, you could provide us with a significant strategic advantage.
2: You want us to give you military technology?
8: Without it, Kelowna faces annihilation. You are assuming
1: they intend to attack. The treaty is an obvious prelude to war. If we wait for them
0: to make the first move, we won't stand a chance. See, we've been down this road before. Ah, yes. Mm. That didn't go very well, did it? Certainly didn't go well for any. No.
2: They were losing a war, and they offered us technology in exchange for our help. We then discovered that they were guilty of attempted genocide. I hardly think this situation compares.
0: This should just quote the Prime Directive here. We've got a television show called Star Trek.
3: <laughs> I understand. But given our past experience, we're reluctant to interfere in the affairs of another planet.
6: According to Mr. Quinn's original report,
2: you regularly interfere in the affairs of a race known as the Goa'uld.
3: Yeah, not quite the same thing, is
0: it, really? <laughs> we interfere with the galaxy's badasses.
2: The Goa'uld enslave millions of people across the galaxy.
0: If you were to provide us with a means for a quick and decisive victory, interesting too, we go out there and we get our collective asses kicked by the Gwold and all sorts of other races, and yet here we are being besieged for weaponry because we're the big boys on the block.
2: Dr. Kieran and his team have successfully tested an aquaria bomb. Its destructive power was beyond all expectations. If you do not help us, we will have no choice but to
4: use it.
0: ooh, oh dear now. How the hell do you think they tested a bomb on their planet and nobody seems to know about it? Do you
1: believe the Colonians are truly facing annihilation? Just before I left, we did a detailed projection
9: based on this scenario. We calculated that the combined enemy forces would achieve total air superiority within the first five weeks of the war.
2: So if the Colonians are going to use the bomb, they'll have to do it fast.
9: They're probably considering a preemptive first strike. It is I mean, really the... dark.
4: Is that Amanda's app? No, oh, no, it's Jonas's. I wonder, is that a stargate for dummies? Where? There's a stack of yellow bound books to the left of the space shuttle. could be. It's not in chart now.
0: Jonas probably wrote it.
4: <laughs> I mean,
2: what are they fighting for anyway?
9: Well, there's a thousand different grievances that go back generations. The last major conflict we had was 20 years ago. Nothing was resolved. The only difference is that in the past, the Turanians and Andorians hated each other more than the Colonians. Apparently they got over it. Oh, it's a marriage of convenience. Sooner or later, they'll turn on each other, but by then, it'll be too late for Kelowna.
3: Jonas, you're a member of SG-1 now.
9: He knows
0: so much about everything.
4: Was there any comment on the screen there but that's running over Amanda's right shoulder there?
0: Yes, there was. There are a random selection of Da Vinci sketches.
4: Hmm. Faintly relevant to what you just said. I went into my clock, and there's a play option, and it seems to... Caused the phone to display a random slideshow of images that I got stored in the SD card. I have no idea why. <laughs> and why it's in with the clock. I
0: have no idea. Bizarre. Yeah. You just got to be careful what images you've got stored in the SD card.
4: <laughs> Don't worry, they're all taken with the phone. <laughs> Although I've discovered if you lower media volume all the way and you press the camera button, it doesn't go click. As my friend Kitty said ooh the pair of option
0: <laughs> Peter also made reference of the eagle in the office that always seems to be sitting on somebody's shoulder mm-hmm. it is interesting that the general actually remarks he sounds a bit like Daniel because he is arguing from Daniel's point of view sentence,
3: mm-hmm. it's the colonians open the iris
0: <sighs> and they come a call in again well done Walter Dean looks a bit just won this time bothered you got the impression that he you know, kind of a sneak through the Stargate, but now he's you know, he's saying they meant to come but they were held up elsewhere.
8: I apologize for Ambassador Draylock and Commander Hale. They were called to an emergency cabinet meeting. The non aggression pact was signed an hour ago.
3: My superiors will be meeting soon to discuss your situation. In the meantime, I'd like to speak to Jonas Quinn.
0: Ah. Acknowledges him. Yes, General. Who runs this space? <laughs> Jack or the general? Oh, he's got fish. I thought you were going to say, oh, he's got feet. <laughs> no, fish. Turn the lights on, please. <laughs>
4: that's something tenant Dan used to say uh, whenever we watched CSI. You know, These people not actually know the light switches. <laughs> I mean, they're in Vegas, for God's sake. Surely they have to do is open the
0: curtains. Half the time, they just like to brag how powerful the torches are.
4: That's, uh, that's not a
8: euphemism, is it?
0: <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I'm always impressed with the halogen torches American coppers no, carry around man. with them.
8: Well, you were always a dreamer, Jonas. But, of course, some of us had to stay behind to deal with reality. Well, I had to
9: leave. I mean, these people have a much better chance of doing something useful within the Quadri than we ever had.
4: There, see the yellow bound books?
0: Ah, yeah. Could be just three or four phone books. Could be National Geographic. Could be. Jonas has probably read the phone books as well. Being a bit unfair to Jonas, (laughs) the character. (laughs) Like the lava lamp in the background. The bowl of fruit.
9: What the people on our planet need to do is to get over their differences and unite.
4: Oh, dear. What?
0: He's in conspiracy mode. We've seen this before. Yes.
8: Do you really believe that? Of course. Then come with me now, and we can make it happen. What are you talking about? I couldn't say anything before, because the other two are not part of the organisation. The Resistance... I'm a member of an underground network, Jonas. We've infiltrated every level of government, the civil service, even the military. We intend to stop our leaders before they take us to the brink of destruction. You're talking about a coup. Yes. When the time is right.
0: No, you haven't. We don't know
4: that yet.
8: <laughs> I don't know,
0: but I just remembered. Yes, I'm remembering the future. This actual story is based on the combination of Peter DeLuise's story, which was a background of Jonas. Hmm and Joe and Paul's story, which was based on a beautiful mind. Mix them together, and you get this story of mental instability and, well, hallucinations, really. Either way, it doesn't end well for Dean, does it? Not too well, although you could argue that, in his mind, it did.
4: Because <laughs> there really was a conspiracy.
8: You really think you can succeed? I was at the first test of the Quadria bomb. I saw the destruction. I've been having nightmares about it ever since.
0: We have to succeed. I mean, at this point, if the other two hadn't mentioned the bomb, you'd think this was all coming from Kieran and himself. Mm-hmm. I'm going back to it again, but an aqua bomb is so much bigger than any of the nukes you know we've tested. You would have thought the other two countries that they're in, you know, in a cold war with, would immediately launch an attack after that test. True. And where would the test? You know, that's like decimating probably a couple of hundred square miles of your own land. I'm sure, they have deserts.
4: You know, Project Green Sky.
0: Probably. Some people that they move off the land a bit. Some people that they don't care about. That's happening in Britain right at this moment. We're going to build a new train track between London and Birmingham. Okay, so we're going to have to kick some people off our land. We'll get to London 20 minutes quicker. Yay! Uh,
4: yes. For those interested, read the opening couple of pages of Hitchhiker's Guide.
0: Yeah. Very relevant.
4: The discussion about bypasses, especially point D.
0: My guess is that the uh, interstellar bypass costs less than this train track will as well.
4: Oh, are the interstellar one? I'm just talking about the general. Oh, the little one. Point A and point B. <laughs>
8: are you ready to go home?
9: I'm not expecting a
8: parade. Not everyone in Kelowna thinks you're a traitor. After you left, all of us working on the Nequadria project began to question what we were doing. You opened our eyes. Anyway, it's just temporary
9: if I stay a minute after the negotiations are finished I'll be arrested for treason
0: that will all change after the resistance takes power what's Jabbing doing?
9: alright, let's move out
0: (laughs) it's like he was zipping up Hmm. that's very bright and this isn't shadows, everywhere you look shadows
6: hello again I apologise for the delay, but these are difficult times for us. May I present First Minister Vallis, Colonel O'Neill, Teal'c, Major Carter...
7: And Jonas Quinn.
0: Great voice this guy's got. Mm. Vallis, played by Joel Swito.
4: Doesn't he have the Grand Vizier look to him?
0: He he does, yes.
4: (laughs) It's not just the goatee beard, it's the whole... He sort of oozes, power behind
0: the throne kind of guy. Anybody that makes a Sinbad movie, you want him in it. (laughs)
4: Because his hair is cut, it's almost like a yarmulke.
0: He's been in DS9, LA Law, Charmed and Burn Notice.
4: don't remember him in Burn Notice, Who's probably playing a... I do remember Brightack in Burn Notice.
2: We've been authorised to continue the trade negotiations. Excellent. Before we continue, uh, there's something I'd like to clarify. Back on Earth, Ambassador Draylock referred to recent discoveries leading to a surplus of Nequadria.
7: Yes, our archaeologists have discovered a series of mine shafts beneath the original site. We've managed to extract and process a considerable amount. How much? I thought you might be interested in the figure, so I had it converted to your weight system. I believe... It's something in the area of 300 pounds.
0: Is that good? Huh. <laughs> some seems impressed. Uh,
2: that, that's an awful lot of dangerous material. If you like, I could take a look at your storage facilities. I might be able to offer some useful
7: advice. That,
0: <laughs> yes. Show me where it is. I'm sure I can help you right. store it's it correctly.
7: <laughs> As Major Carter said, the Nequadria is extremely dangerous and we'd hate for
1: some sort of accident to happen. Clearly, you have more in the Quadria than you require. What precisely are you asking for in
0: return? We've come to Kelowna, looking to negotiate. But of course, the one thing they do want is the one thing they're not going to give them.
7: Our enemies have superior numbers in both strategic bombers and long-range fighter escorts. Our only hope to counter them is to get our Jet Interceptor program off the ground. We've had some technical difficulties with the program, but we have managed to successfully test a few designs. We believe that with the help of Major Carter and a team of your engineers, we can have a combat-ready squadron in less than a month.
4: What is Teok negotiating? Teok <laughs> never. This is the most chatty I've seen Teok in months.
0: Well, he's got experience. Normally, it's the point of a gun, but still experience. Surely, the point of a staff weapon. Uh, okay, a point of a weapon.
4: I could go on into rounded tip against the point.
0: <laughs> is he General Hill? He's uh, not very friendly, and you don't really blame him. He's army's going to get his ass kicked. And under different
7: circumstances, we might accept. But at the moment, we have more pressing needs. So where were this, then?
0: Well, this is...
4: That's how the set? Well, yeah, it's a set. That was built on the soundstage?
0: Yeah. Those aren't real windows.
4: See, in my scenario, that, that thing he's got hanging around his neck is actually a secret signalling device and possibly a small laser weapon.
0: <laughs> is that why he, he's got it and and has got to wear a tie? <laughs> That's a button to the nuclear suitcase. <laughs> Starts flashing... The quadria suitcase.
1: I do not believe the Colonians will settle for anything less than military technology.
8: They know how much you want in the quadria. And they think that eventually you're gonna give them
3: what they want. In the meantime, we need you to take us to this resistance. Well, it's
8: not that simple. I don't get in touch with them, they get in touch with me.
2: What exactly do you do for them?
8: I keep them apprised of all the top level research at the Academy of Science. Where do you meet them? Uh, they have a base of operations in an old warehouse by the freight yards. So it's very heavily guarded. Take us there. I can't. Uh, I'm not even supposed to go there myself unless I have a scheduled drop.
4: Well, actually, given the power of the quadri, you could legitimately put a fairly powerful That's... bomb in the
0: suitcase. Oh, yeah. They're kind of it's a stalemate here. I mean, the technology-wise, the cloning after jet engine technology. And I would like to remind the Americans that it was Britain that sold them the designs for it
4: who actually designed it, and then the British government gave them to America. They were stolen from the excellent British designer who created it, and just handed to the States by the British government.
0: Okay, Granted, he didn't get any royalties from it, but it was for the war effort. <laughs> it's amazing how patents go out the window during a war effort. Mm. Okay, if this is the first time you've seen this episode, which I can't believe, because I'm sure you're not going to watch it with us jabbering on, Yeah, but right now, there's nothing to indicate that Canaan is... Mental? <laughs> yeah, nuts. <laughs> Delusional. Granted, it's a bit far-fetched, but you could understand that there is an underground of some sort. In any sort of society, there is one. Especially in this 1940s, 50s era type culture.
5: Mm-hmm.
8: This is this about the delegation from Earth? Uh, yes, they want to meet with you. Well,
9: how do you know they won't betray us to the government in exchange for an Aquadria?
8: I don't think they would do something like that. You trust them? I trust Jonas.
4: This is where you might get a hint. The, You know, the hand to the head there.
0: Yeah, the Resistance leader is played by Rob Daly, Morville, Andromeda, Psyche. Even if you don't put two and two together and come up with some sort of mental illness, which at this stage, mm. that'd be one hell of a leap. There's obviously something wrong with it.
4: Ooh, robot chicken. You what? <laughs> I was firing tweets backwards and forwards.
7: I wanted a chance to talk to you, Jonas, away from the negotiations.
0: Now you see those windows, and outside are actual cardboard cutouts of uh, buildings with strategically placed fairy lights. And it really does help. You've got to admire the photography of it, to get the light in like this. You expect to see someone like this in a movie where they can spend a day lighting one 30-second scene. Mm-hmm. But this is, you know, quick, 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 we've got 30 minutes to do it. It's
7: difficult for me, Jonas. Saying you... Sitting across the table.
0: (laughs) You can see him from across the table in this light.
4: (laughs) Could you maybe get a torch or a few lamps in here?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I brought my own candle.
4: They can borrow some candles off. Teok, I'm sure Teok has candles. Teok always has candles. In his backpack, he takes them with him everywhere.
0: (laughs) I say, perhaps the colonians do have superior eyesight. Mm. It's something that they never needed to address in this series proper, but may explain some things.
9: He's going to use the Nequadria to come up with technologies that may one day save this world from an enemy? You can't possibly imagine. You were one of
7: the most promising young men any of us had ever seen. Our people had such high hopes for you.
9: You're not the only one who was disappointed. I know that you think this is...
7: The same old bad blood resurfacing again. Just, just another round of petty violence, but it's not.
0: One thing about Valis, as a leader of their people, he comes across as a reasonable guy, more so than the ambassador and commander.
7: But he's still
4: too grand vizier-like my tests. especially if you look like that.
9: <laughs> I get back to the negotiating table. Give up some land. You do whatever it takes. You know how
7: much the Turanians and the Andaris hate each other. Do you really think that they overcame 200 years of prejudice just to get us to give up a little land they mean to destroy us, Jonas? This is merely the first step in a fight for world domination, and the Nequadria is the only advantage that we have.
4: He's practically in shadow. I expect to see him stroking a white cat. They'd have to dynamically... I'd say that Marx on the floor said, you have to stand here or here, otherwise you're going to be invisible.
0: Every scene's blocked out, isn't it? And... Despite
7: what you did, I know that it's not too late for you to serve your country. I'm offering you a second chance to do that.
9: If you're asking me to gather information about Earth technology, that's not going to happen. I will not betray my friends. On the contrary, I'm asking you to help
0: a friend. Peter DeLuise praised all the actors in this episode. They came and they knew the lines which begs a question about some of the other guest stars they had over the years.
4: Hmm. Dean's a consummate professional actor.
0: He also made a, a reference to Richard Dean Anderson, who, no matter what scene he's in, he always makes sure the sun's behind him because that always gives him the best lighting for his face.
4: Yes, unfortunately there isn't any sun in this episode.
0: <laughs> I imagine if Jack walked in, all the lights would come up. <laughs> Lately his behaviour has become increasingly erratic.
9: Ah. Uh-huh. How do you mean? Yes.
7: We're concerned... That in his current state, he may be prone to errors of judgment. We want someone to watch over him. we spy on him. He trusts you, Jonas. And he's still very important to us.
0: And yet, they let him through the Stargate by himself.
7: If you do this... They probably didn't. You will be granted a full pardon. You will be reinstated into your position at the Academy. Your life will resume as though none of this...
4: Ever happened it means it doesn't really help us trust this guy does it (laughs) (laughs) his words are
0: right yeah but you know he's half in shadow his eyes invisible very ominous isn't it well yeah we come back to the title of the episode you know you think this is all about dark and light and different shades of gray and you think well canaan's mind is is in the light and the dark itself you got the feeling even though this episode isn't considered one of the better ones of this season A lot of work went in. Blood and sweat and tears went into making this look as good as it does. Mm -hmm. The use of this set, this lab, it it looks great. The set dresses really went to town. Yes, yes, they have.
8: I've got these headaches and my mind wanders.
0: And you notice a slightly different way Corin acts apart. Right now, this is fake Jonas. Hmm. Because he's a little flatter, a little more monotone. Do you think I should take Colonel O'Neill and the others to meet the resistance? They can
4: help during daylight, and Jonas is still partially in shadow. I don't
0: know if well, yeah, because he's not real. It's like he's seen a shadow of Jonas.
4: Oh, that isn't actually Jonas. Of
0: course. No, that's not Jonas. That's Kieran's.
4: That's a hallucination.
0: Yeah, he's basically just agreed with everything has says and encouraged him to do what Kenan wanted to do anyway. Everything's going to be fine. That's his little devil and angel on his shoulder.
4: Ah, uh, yes, Family Guy. You have
7: surface-to-air missiles that are capable of destroying enemy bombers before they reach our cities. Yes, we do.
9: But we can't give them to you.
0: Cross out Jack lines and put Daniel lines.
9: Yes. And then one day you take down enemy aircraft defending
8: their cities and quite suddenly, yes, quite suddenly, they become not just defensive but offensive.
1: Any superior defensive technology can ultimately be turned into an offensive advantage.
2: But we are not the aggressors here. You said you wanted a quick and decisive victory. Now, we can only assume that that means you intend to press any advantage that we
7: give you. Yes, as a means of saving lives.
0: Yeah, that's it. Once we've repelled them from our border, we'll push the border back a bit. All the way. Yes.
7: Excuse us a moment.
0: I'm not sure those mugs represent the culture very well. They're expecting porcelain cups. This is proving quite fruitless. Have you spoken with your professor? Oh, I haven't seen him today. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dear. I imagine if they could actually build more bombs and get a reliable delivery system, they'd be nuking the other countries right now.
2: Have they broken off diplomatic relations? Not yet. Well, then there's still a chance. Maybe we could talk to them. You? Well, Stargate Command has teams of skilled diplomats. It might help to have an objective third party at the table.
0: I'm afraid that's impossible hard to argue for diplomacy when SG-1 themselves yeah. really take much notice of diplomats.
4: Well, Jack doesn't. I <laughs> that tweet was to us. No, nope, it's an adorable kitten for
0: I'm glad you're concentrating on the episode.
4: I
9: am. I saw a tweet.
2: You are asking us to reveal something to our sworn enemies that we have yet to admit to our own people.
9: Looks like it's time you did. Think about it. If everybody knew that this was just one in thousands of inhabited planets don't you think that they would start focusing on their similarities instead of their differences that's a noble sentiment jonas of course if it were that simple i'm sure the existence of the stargate would
7: be public knowledge on earth as well
0: (laughs) an interesting idea yes (laughs) which would take power from me no isn't that right (laughs) and that is fantastic that's touche Why haven't you made the gate public if it does so much good for your world?
4: Uh, we have reasons.
9: Who is it? Professor, it's me. Jonas? Yeah, Professor, open up.
0: Yep, and the uh, totally pointless large van looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Jonas, confused.
8: Something wrong? Uh, it's Thomas. Thomas Leed, is another one of the scientists on the Aquadria project. Yeah, what's wrong with him? He, he was transferred overnight. They cleaned out his office and they won't say where he went.
2: Was he a member of the Resistance?
8: I recruited him myself. God, now I'm going to get arrested. No, we don't know that. This is not the first time it's happened. About a month ago it was Dr. Silas. They said he was transferred as well. And he hasn't been seen or heard from since. We were the three original members of the project.
0: you can understand why he's getting so paranoid. Yeah. It doesn't help that, A, he's coming down with a mental illness, but, B, things are being hidden from him. That's the problem when a scientist is that important to a project that you can't replace him, no matter what happens to him.
1: Uh-huh.
8: We're going to make our move in two days, but we need your help.
1: What are you proposing?
8: We're in position to take every major government building in this city, except one, this one. This is the most heavily guarded facility because of the Stargate. That's right, but you people can come and go as you please. You could get a hundred armed men in here before anyone knew what happened. You could take the building from the inside. You wouldn't have to fire a shot.
3: Not.
0: Is this actual Jack? Yes, that's actual Jack.
8: If you want this coup to succeed, it has to be quick. It has to be as bloodless as possible. If we try to take the building ourselves, we'll get caught in a drawn-out firefight and the whole thing could dissolve into a civil war.
0: Not my problem.
8: There's something else.
0: Master Spirit Jack. Hmm.
8: Over the past three months, I've been smuggling small amounts of Nequadria.
0: Oh, why did he have to say that? It's gone from a a small resistance movement Hmm. to a a major force that can take over the city.
4: Yes, this is like the end of Fight Club.
0: So rarely do coups happen that bloodlessly. Mm -hmm.
8: At least talk to them.
0: I'll set up a meeting. Oh, dear. That's almost a threat, isn't it? It isn't a threat, but it almost is. Hmm. You don't really have to build a nuclear device, just a standard conventional bomb with a bit of the quadria wrapped around it, and it can go boom.
9: Jonas, what are you doing here? You're being followed. This way.
0: This is actually Rogers Sugar Company in Vancouver. Hmm. So they just redressed it. Jonas. Not Jonas. Yes, not Jonas.
9: How far is it to Resistance headquarters? It's just down that way. Show
0: me. All the while they were filming this, the machinery plant was still running, so all the dialogue had to be uh, re-recorded. Mm-hmm. You've got to admit, this is one hell of a hallucination. The clonans are using a Russian-made flare gun, gives it that alien type of technology. Mm-hmm. And Jonas, as you can see, has yeah, got the fake, the fake gun. Yeah, yes.
4: How did they suddenly get so high?
0: (laughs) I'm not quite sure. must have gone up one end and down the other. It's a nice shot. (laughs) Save me!
9: Jonas! Professor! Ah.
0: Now that actually was only 20 feet, but the magic of movie making. And he's vanished if you haven't caught on already folks
4: <laughs> you can't have someone non-existent pull you up where's Daniel on all this
3: what's his condition doctor
6: well sir he has a severe fracture to his left tibia but it's the blunt trauma to the head that worries me
0: you want to admit this episode could have played with Daniel yeah. quite easily
6: according to the clonins he was found lying in a deserted street no one knows how he got there apparently Jonas was the one who convinced them that you have a better chance of recovery with us Keep me posted. Yes, sir.
3: What exactly are the Colonians saying? Not much.
2: They claim to have no knowledge of how Dr. Kieran was injured.
3: And yet he did have fear he was under threat from the government.
2: Yeah, but if they suspected that he was some kind of rebel spy...
0: A rebel spy.
3: (laughs) His own people may have tried to take him out if they felt he had been compromised. The question is, what do we do now? Do we go back to the table? Sir, General... Go on, Jonas.
9: (laughs) Yeah, you interrupt the colonel, you know, don't mind. (laughs) If we terminate negotiations now, we're going to be backing them into a corner. The way they see it, they'll have no other choice but to launch a preemptive first strike with the Nequadria bomb. Jonas, we're going to have to do it sooner or later. We can't give them what they want. Well, what about the Resistance? If we can help the Resistance, seize power, we'll still get the Nequadria, plus we'll be saving millions of lives. Even if we wanted to, realistically, there's no way we could find
0: them. To be honest, I ain't ain't got a bloody clue what I'm supposed to be doing, so... (laughs) Whatever Jonas says.
2: Well, if Dr. Kieran really did smuggle the quadria to the Resistance headquarters, I can track
0: it. I can track it. Ooh, clever son. Yes, regime change. That became very popular in the years after this episode.
2: This is where they found Dr. Kieran. I'm picking something up.
4: This way.
0: The colonians were quite happy for you to come through the Stargate and walk around unescorted. With a tricorder. Not suspicious at all.
4: Could you say modern mobile phone is the equivalent of a tricorder? order?
0: <laughs> Not far away, is it? Jonas, where am I? You're safe.
8: We need to get to the resistance. They need our help.
9: It's alright. It's alright. Everything's going as planned. We'll be making contact
0: soon. No uh, space That's supporting what Ken own delusions want. We will. We will.
8: I never meant for it to turn out this way, Jonas. We were scientists. We thought we were pursuing knowledge we had no idea what we were creating it's not your fault
3: you have something doctor
6: yes sir these are Dr. Kieran's PET scans it shows no sign of brain damage from the injury but there is something else these images are consistent with someone suffering from advanced schizophrenia
3: Dr. Kieran's one of the colonists leading scientists he's the head of the most top secret program
6: I know I can't explain it The onset of this disease is extremely rare over the age of 35.
3: That would mean he's been functioning for at least 20 years without anyone noticing his condition.
6: It's almost inconceivable.
3: What kind of symptoms are we talking about here?
6: Paranoia, delusions, possibly even full-blown hallucinations.
0: He's basically asking forgiveness from himself. Comes in handy, really. I'm glad you weren't there the day we tested the bomb, Jonas. It must have been hard for you. Although, if Jonas refused to forgive him, then he was really in trouble.
8: The ground shook, the air caught fire. The destruction was
4: unimaginable. Well, at least it is an actual PET scan. I have some small expertise in here.
0: Yes. <laughs> Peter DeLuise joked about how many brain scans had featured in this series so far. Thousands of them.
7: Mm-hmm.
4: It actually says in the transcript, Karen is imagining Jonah sitting next to
7: him.
4: This way, <laughs> sir. How did he get there so fast from the observation room?
0: Now, watch out for a signpost with a blanket on it. Just coming into shot now. That is covering up two ton maximum weight. <laughs> it would just be easier just to put a blanket over it than actually paint it out in post or film <laughs> around it. Get me an old towel.
4: <laughs> I see cobwebs. I assume this is the so called head of the resistance. Yes. With nobody else there.
0: It certainly looks a totally different building to how Canaan was imagining it. That's
4: a decibel meter.
0: Oh, that's a bit weak, isn't it? That's not advanced target technology. <laughs> it's just a bloody decibel meter.
2: Over here, sir.
0: Nah, hopefully it's shielded well. No, not <laughs> especially. Nequadria,
2: <laughs> a, a lot of
0: it. In the cast-iron riveted box, which they did point out is exactly the same cast-iron riveted box that Jonas brought the Nequadria to the earth in the first place. So considering that wind is fake, it looks pretty good. Yes. It needs cleaning, but it looks good.
4: Of course it needs cleaning. <laughs> if it didn't be clean, you'd be able to see the studio itself. You get the impression from the angle of the window, you're in a roof space there. Because of the fact yeah. that the windows are angled, you assume you're in an attic space.
0: Nothing to indicate they actually build pyramid like structures. No.
9: They can park in orbit and systematically annihilate every major city on our entire planet, regardless of who's Cologne or a Tyrannian. To them, we're all just potential slaves.
7: Jonas, the gold haven't been here for
9: a thousand years. What makes you think they would come back now? The Nequadria is a derivative of Naquida, which is the very basis of their technology. It's literally in their blood. They can smell it. If you continue using it, I guarantee you, eventually, they will take notice. Jonas? We're
0: leaving. I mean, this is a point Jonas is making. This planet was a mine for Nequadria a long time in the past. And if they keep using it now, then the Gord will realise it. What happened? Carter and Tilker back at the SGC already.
9: What about the Resistance?
8: There is no Resistance. It was all in his head. A fantasy. <laughs> Confused? Much? Hmm.
0: It's impossible. This is from Fraser. So, Jonas... You're not an expert in every field then, are you? Dr. Kieran is schizophrenic.
8: Might be a side effect of the research they've been doing here.
0: Jack's being rather gentle me. with him, isn't he? Just him a bit. Shape up, man. Your mentor's crazy. Oh, Jonas.
9: What happened to Dr. Silas and Dr. Lee?
0: You asked the right question.
9: <laughs> they weren't transferred, were they? They were taken to a government
7: mental facility, Jonas.
9: You know?
1: No.
7: We suspected. We had thought that Dr. Silas was a unique case. But when Dr. Lead began to exhibit similar behavior, we became
0: concerned. Could have been worse. They could have been sent to Shady Acres retirement home.
4: Huh? Or, even worse, based on recent drug exposure, suburbia.
0: <laughs> yeah. We sent them to live the rest of their lives with pipes and cardigans <laughs> and slippers and listening to Gardner's Question Time.
4: <laughs> I can't my bluff, although not anymore. Can I have an R.I.P., please, Bob?
0: Yes, rest in peace, Mr. Holness.
6: As near as I can tell, it's a unique form of brain damage resulting from long-term exposure to noquadria radiation.
2: I went over the specs from the clone and bomb project. It looks like they never had proper shielding.
4: Is Jonas at risk? The yellow folder. We haven't seen any yellow follow
6: before.
0: Don't like that hairstyle, Janet. Mm.
3: The Pentagon is eager to resume our own research on the aquadria you found at the warehouse.
6: It shouldn't be a problem, sir. I mean, we are double-checking, but I think that our existing safeguards are sufficient.
2: I sent a message to the Colonians detailing the risk and offering our help to upgrade their facilities. Unfortunately, I haven't gotten any response.
3: In fact, we've heard nothing from the Colonians since Colonel O'Neill and Jonas returned. They may well be at war by now.
0: Well no, because you've got to say, We'll give you weapons. They'll answer you then.
6: With proper medication we can keep his condition from deteriorating. Unfortunately there's no way to reverse the damage that's already been done.
0: Oh. Uh, Poor Kidnan. But I imagine I'm me- Kieran, not Kieran. That's the way my nephew's name is spelled. In his own mind, everything's worked out. Yes. On your deathbed, if you believe everything's fine and dandy, then everything's fine. He's not
4: on his deathbed.
0: I mean schizophrenia is not fatal
4: in
8: and of itself. Professor here I'm being moved today
9: yeah we're going to take you to a facility that's
8: better equipped to deal with your needs
4: yes that must be painful to watch now, professor you're a mentor in effect
8: I understand everything's in place for the coup cool.
4: Wonder well, how the resistance leader got credited, you know hallucinogenic fantasy <laughs> I was in the episode but not
0: really he got paid with imaginary money Stargate credits
5: <laughs>
4: Well, that was shot as though he was a reflection in the window anyway
0: yeah after
8: they take power, the Resistance is going to dismantle the bomb and shut down the Quadria project forever. It's good, Professor. And
9: they really, couldn't have done it without you. She you really think so?
0: I know so.
4: Going completely. Do,
0: You saved the world. Intriguing. Yep, and that was Shadow Play. Uh, I suppose I can understand why it doesn't get rated very highly. I don't think it's a... As a backstory for Jonas, it has mixed results. Dean Stockwell, actually fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. Played the part wonderfully. The actual set design, set lighting, top-notch. Can't criticise that one bit. But overall, I didn't really like the story too much. The clonins, well, screw them. I don't really care what happens to them.
4: <laughs> so now we have Mike O'Neill... Great. You're very much doing voice of Jack there.
0: (laughs) Oh, right, got you.
4: Uh, Evening, gentlemen, I shall be playing Jack (laughs) O'Neill.
0: And Alan will be playing with Samantha Carter. (laughs) Oh, I won't be (laughs) playing. In deadly (laughs) serious. Right then. Yeah, not a terrible episode, but we've seen better, and we will see better this season. Maybe it's a, a sign of, you know, they're kind of writing themselves into a corner with Jonas, you know, how far they could take the character and retain some of the uh, naivety that he first had. I think the problem with Jonas now, of course, is that he's not eating. Poor lad, a waste away.
4: <laughs> in other news, Summer of Stargate, author sign-ups now open. Sign-ups authors until 31st of March 2012, so that's relevant when this goes out. Okay. I just thought I'd mention it. It was irrelevant to eat. <laughs> in other news, if you want to give us feedback, you can put it in at the following addresses...
0: Please be advised, these are the current communication protocols. The Gatecast website can be found at gatecast.facecast.com and has its own feedback and contact form. Links to episodes not on the current RSS feed can be found there as well. Our Facebook and Google Plus groups are listed under The Gatecast and our Twitter feed goes by The Gatecast, which is one word. We are also listed on the Blueberry service as The Gatecast, one word, and Cast Roller as The Gatecast. It can also be found on iTunes, And that's one portal where any comments and reviews would be most welcome. Finally, our email address is gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. And even with today's social media network deluge, it's still the most basic and reliable method of contacting us. If you want to be a bit more adventurous, then recording an audio file. MP3 preferable, but it doesn't really matter. And email it to us. It's a great way to interact with us and the rest of the listeners. It also helps when we hear how to pronounce somebody's name. So feel free to send us feedback and any other type of comment about the Stargate franchise, or our own small part of this fandom. Links and pictures are all part of the love of SG-1, SGA and Universe. Retweets, shares and plus ones are always appreciated.
4: Do we actually have any feedback? Just
0: say the word. Open the iris. And Marge McLaughlin of the Sci-Fi Diner posted on our Facebook page. Him and Scott actually interviewed Christopher Judge uh, at a recent convention. Yes. You can find...
4: Sorry. (laughs) There was a half-second pause I jumped in.
0: Yes, straight away. I took a breath. <laughs> you can find the link on the Facebook page, but if you don't use Facebook or you haven't been there recently, you can find the interview at sci A yeah.
4: personal note, I quite like the post you made on the 13th of January of Ball with the words, Smile! It makes people wonder what you're up to.
0: Ah, yes. Okay, we've got a little bit of feedback. Episode 115, The Abyss. You want to read uh, Miles's post, Yeah, huh? you? Let me scroll up.
4: Ah, Miles McLaughlin said... This was one that was hard to watch with Jack getting tortured by Bal. However, that doesn't take away that it was a good episode. Jack shows that even he is a breaking point to Daniel and that Daniel doesn't do something soon, Jack will spill the beans on all he knows about SGC security. Too bad they didn't follow up on how Jack was affected later by the, this experience in later episodes. This could have been an opportunity for character development. I continue to enjoy the podcast. Take care, guys. You give it a like on that.
0: I replied it seems sacrilegious to talk over some of the wonderful dialogue between Jack and Bal and Daniel which he did actually because I could you know while I was editing I was just sitting there listening to it because it was fantastic dialogue. <laughs>
7: yes, well, okay,
0: I posted a little link to a glass etching site. The guy who's actually uh, etched Jaffa glyphs onto some scotch glasses.
4: Yes. And I believe I replied and said if you keep posting stuff I'll never have any money left.
0: <laughs> yep and Ryan Smith thought they were cool and he's right they do look fantastic.
4: They do and they look small enough to pour a good whiskey into or even a bad whiskey. (laughs) Case in point that whiskey's about the only shorter drink. Although during a hangout when I only had two cans of beer in the fridge and I'd slept too late to go and buy more, I discovered an unopened bottle of vodka.
0: You can't really go wrong with an (laughs) unopened bottle of vodka. Yes, you can. You can choose to open it. Put anything (laughs) you want in it. You know, a couple of drops of orange juice, a couple of drops of grapefruit juice, anything.
4: Is this a screwdriver with a heavy emphasis on the screw?
0: I prefer grapefruit juice.
4: I don't know that one.
0: It's just a volcanic grapefruit juice that doesn't have a specific name. OK, on the 13th of January, I posted congratulations to Jill Wagner, who celebrated her birthday. She's in uh, Stargate Atlantis, played a couple of guest spots as Laren. Miles very
4: briefly says, I liked her in the Blade TV series.
0: I replied, it was a good series, and as it reads, suffered because of being a little too popular with the female demographic, which Spike could not exploit.
4: Yeah, Bowman. Yeah, exclamation mark. There was some seriously good eye candy on that show, followed by three exclamation marks.
0: <laughs> she was right. Boys and girls, whichever takes your fancy, they were pretty people. So yeah you know, weren't the, anything since the, the tweets are basically, you know, like we said before our re- Unless tweets come in during the recording. Yes. They obviously do. Someone takes the time and effort to actually tweet during our recording, <laughs> they'll get in. Yeah.
4: So remember, tweet soon, tweet often. <laughs> Even if it's a complete babble. God knows it'd probably improve the overall uh, context of the podcast since we've been going well over two years now. We must have logistically. Probably. No email?
0: No email, no. Right, next week is The Other Guys, a very popular episode of Stargate. Let me dig out the blurb. Go on then.
4: Two bumbling scientists working on an off world research project witness SG 1 captured in a ghoul raid and, defying orders, attempt to rescue them. Little did they know that SG 1 staged to capture in order to infiltrate the ghoul that make contact with a Tokra informant. The about despite being wiped out, seem to have a remarkable number of people still floating around.
0: They do, don't they? Which you've commented on. That's the benefit of being a kind of a a terrorist organisation with small cells. They may have destroyed the home base, but there's still plenty out there. Looking forward to next week's episode. A couple of good guest stars. It's a funny episode. Something that the franchise does well. Oh, it's those two. Yes, it's those two.
4: (laughs) Tweedledum and Tweedledummer. Sorry, I'm sort of channeling Adam Baldwin a lot at the minute
0: oh yeah imagine you are
4: <laughs> especially the episode I watched today with him in a helicopter with him. He, he said, oh, I'm going to miss this and Sarah goes what and he goes the, the M39 minigun <laughs> he's got like bandoliers of bullets over his shoulders Adam's not that ripped it's interesting watching Awesome going up against him Awesome thinks he's sort of you know, like walked out and ripped guy him bulby we can just take him down without breaking sweat
1: <laughs>
4: punches him he goes not bad for an amateur
1: whack <laughs> on the next Stargate SG-1 the crew become
5: prisoners of war. Shouldn't we be trying to escape? Oddly, no. Won't be long. Before what? Some over-the-top bad guy floats in gloating about whatever evil fate awaits us. And that's just the way Colonel likes it. God! I hate that thing.
1: But an unexpected rescue attempt...
3: Stand easy. We're here to rescue you.
1: ...turns this undercover opportunity... We're on a mission, you nit! ...into a lost cause. Richard Dean Anderson
0: stars
5: give us five minutes then
0: on the next Stargate SG-1 that was Play, and next week the other guys so we'll see you next week then take care folks
4: thank you for listening thank you for downloading and as always all feedback is appreciated bye bye
0: bye bye you've been listening to Gatecast presented by Alan Mike and Scott visitors at gatecast we